Hi, and welcome back to Attack of Final Fantasy, the podcast where IP tried to complete every single Final Fantasy game using Attack only. And this is the month of Final Fantasy VII. Morning, guys, it's Pete here. Um, it's Friday morning. Uh, I'm back to work today after two days off, so I'm feeling a little bit blue. Um, yeah, also, I've got I've got some news. Um, we released the first episode of Airship Airwaves on Monday, so if you want to go give that a listen, it's Airship Airwaves, and the Twitter handle for it is at Airship Airwave, um, because Twitter would not let me put the S on the end. I don't know why. I don't know why Twitter hates me so much, but there we go. Uh, yeah, this is Crisis Core 2. I hope you enjoy it. Um, like I said last episode, really good fun to play this one again. Right, cool. Have a good day, and I will speak to you tomorrow, my lovelies. So the next chapter starts out with Zach mourning over the, not loss of his friend, but maybe loss of his friendship. Um, and he gets a phone call, and he answers that phone like a pro with a little flip. And it was Sephiroth, and he's asked Zack to go to the briefing room place, so that's where I'm going to head. Change of plans, I've gone into the training room, and Hojo's here, and he wants me to fight something. The first battle's really easy, everything goes down on one hit. Same with second battle. Third battle goes, as well as the other two, and now he wants me to fight an extra special thing. And it's a behemoth. A bit... Oh, I'm not going to go through that again. And I managed to kill it. Uh, but it was quite tricky. Talk with scientists. Apparently nobody should have been able to beat it. But I don't get anything for doing it. As I'm approaching the lift to continue my adventure, Council comes out of one of the lifts and he tells me that the war's over and the media is giving praise to Sephiroth um, because apparently he did something really brave. When we get to the Doctor Director's office, he promotes Zack to Soldier First Class and Zack isn't over the moon at this. Um, and Sephiroth is stood there and we've got another assignment. But before that, um, I get told to go and get changed into my new soldier uniform and this uniform allows me to equip six materia. Yay! And a research comes out and tells me that I can now do materia fusion. Through materia fusion I managed to bump um, a bunch of my materials up a bit. I now have... Wrong part of the menu. I've got a HP plus 60%, HP plus 20%, attack plus 4, vitality plus 9, attack plus 3, and attack plus 2. So that is all very good. I get a phone call from the doctor director asking me to come back to the briefing room when I'm ready, um, and I tell him that I've learned about material fusion, which I don't know if he was thrilled with, but whatever. There are two soldiers in the breathing room. One of them is a second class and one of them is a shiny new third class. And I'm pretty sure this is Cloud. 
I offer to go on his next mission for him because he's worried that he's getting everything wrong. I'm taking some time out to do some missions, try out my new materials, and I'm very strong now. I'm doing like 1,500 damage a hit. One of the missions I do was for that soldier that I've just met in the briefing room. Uh, I might be wrong, it's probably not Cloud because he said that he was going to write back to his ma and pa at home and tell him that he's going to quit and Zach agrees to do another mission for him and I'm pretty sure Cloud didn't have a dad that was alive. I do the next mission for him and he guilt trips Zach into doing a third mission. I finally finish all the missions for him and at the end of the little mission list I get some sprint shoes. It's a shame that I can't equip more than two items yet. During one of the missions I was facing off against a boss at the end of it and the DMW ticked over and I got a chocobo mode and a tombri came out and killed the enemy for me. This was completely by accident because he tripped on a rock, he was actually going for Zack. So I've been saying all along that I had to go to the breathing room, but I don't, it's the doctor director's actual office that I've got to go to. The doctor director is going to send Sephiroth after Angeal and Genesis to kill them. Um, Zack's not allowed to go though because he is too emotional. Pfft, man, am I right? Oh, and some alarms just started going off and I'm going to unpause and watch the rest of the cutscene. It is all kicking off. Listen to that music, boys. Oh, my God. So an intruder's um, intruding on Shimra, the building, and Sephiroth's gone to the president and I've got to go down to the entrance. When I get into the lift, it stops at floor 49 and I get the options of hurry to the entrance or get off and look around. I'm going to get off and have a little snoop. There were some um, robot, little robot things here that I had to kill to save a researcher. These robots are made by Shimra to neutralise any intruders, but they've malfunctioned and they're attacking staff. So the researchers asked Zach to go and uh get them all basically <laughs> um but zach's now having a little bit of a dilemma because the director's told him to go to the entrance but people need saving so what'll it be zach i decide for zach and we're saving people so i'm a good boy there's a scream from within the training room so i head on in and save another two shimmer employees Dr. Director gives us a phone call and tells us to get to the entrance immediately, so we're back at the lift. All the Shinra um, robots are attacking Shinra employees down here, and one of the Genesis soldier things came bouncing out of nowhere, and Zack's like, is Genesis responsible for this? After clearing out the entrance hall of enemies, Sephiroth comes waltzing in, and Zack tells him that these are Genesis copies. Um, he goes on to say that this must be Hollander who's behind the copying technology. He was a Shimmer scientist that took the, um, well, the technology. Hollander stole this technology from Shimmer because he didn't get the job as the head of science. 
Sephiroth tells us that Genesis copies have been cited in Sector 8, so we've got to go there to stop them. When we get there, Sephiroth says we should split up. Uh, I assume that this is because he doesn't want to be seen with Zack. I run into the Turks in Sector 8 and I meet a new member called Cisne. The Turks are here looking for Hollander and helping clear up the mess of the place. Cisne runs off into Loveless Avenue, so we follow her. And of course, when we get there, we've got to save civilians because we're good boys. After saving some civilians, um, they mentioned that a big scary man with a gun came and Cisne went after him. We walk a little further into Loveless Avenue and we witness Cisne getting shot at by what seems to be another Genesis copy, but he isn't wearing a helmet or anything. He looks just like Genesis. But he goes down in five hits. Then a wing pops out of his back and he starts to fly off, but Zack cuts him down before he can get very far. Ooh, a little bit of backstory. Ugh. After a bit of a chat with Cisne, she gives us something, and it's a research department OMC, whatever the hell that is. And Cisne's like, I'm sure we'll see each other again. Yeah, but I don't remember you in Final Fantasy VII, so I think you might be dying soon. Oh, 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 or she's a Genesis copy, but she's a female Genesis copy. We get a phone call from Sephiroth asking us to meet him at the Sector 5 Mako Reactor, which the game warps us out automatically. He says that we're going to find Angel and Genesis and fail to eliminate them. All on purpose, like, so, so yeah. We fight a Grey Sahagen here and it turns out it's got Angel's face. And Sephiroth approaches and it's like, ooh, it, it looks like... And Jill can be copied as well then. Then he goes, Hmm, the training room. We used to sneak in there when the seconds were out. And now there's like a, a backstory with like an acoustic guitar and a violin player and it's meant to be all like very touching and yeah. Now I'm watching a cutscene where Sephiroth and Angeal and Genesis are all fighting on top of the Junon cannon. Then Genesis, or as my wife keeps calling him, Gact. I have no idea who Gact is. Um, takes on Sephiroth alone. My wife's just picked up her phone. I've got a feeling that I'm getting a lesson in who Gact is now. I've just seen a picture of his Gact guy, and he does look a lot like Genesis. Some would say the same. Maybe he's a Genesis copy. Genesis seems to be getting a bit carried away and Angel tries to stop him from destroying everything uh, with a, I guess it was a fire aga, and he grabs Angel's face and um, d does the spell anyway and Angel goes toppling off the cannon. Now because they're still fighting each other, the whole cannon's been destroyed. Then Angel comes back from out of nowhere and stops them both fighting. Um, the training simulation ends and the whole room's wrecked and Genesis walks out. Now I'm back in the Mako reactor in charge of Zack and we've got to look for clues as to what is going on. 
As I'm exploring the macro reactor, there are these walkways that I'm on, and I've just got into a battle with two flying enemies, and I can't hit them because they're obviously flying out of my range for melee. Oh, it fleed. Um, I thought I was just going to have to wait for my uh, DMW to activate, but it's fine, it fleed. By fleed, I mean fled. It fled. That's the real English. I rotate a wheel and lower a bridge that connects to the side that I've just been on. And as I've been on these walkways, I've found three ladders going down. I don't want to miss anything, so I'm going to go down the first one I saw. I turn another wheel and it's lowering a ladder very slowly. And this ladder takes you back up to where Sephiroth has stood and it's one of the ladders I previously saw. I find another ladder going down, so what I'm going to do is go back up and down that third ladder that I saw. Sephiroth has warped himself to this platform that I'm on and he's stood in front of the door. I don't want to approach him because I don't want the story to continue. So I'm going to go back one more time to that ladder that went down again. This takes us down to the walkway where Cloud will later plant a bomb. Uh, there's a wheel here that I turn and it lights up a green bulb above a door that Sephiroth is stood outside of. So now I'm back on the walkway approaching, ugh, I was approaching Sephiroth. Through a little bit of materia melding, I managed to get a materia that puts my HP up by 120%. When I speak with Sephiroth, we go through the door and he goes up to a tank and he says, what a wretched sight. And I back in control of Zack, so I wonder what's in there. We get a bit of backstory here where Genesis was injured during his fight with Sephiroth and his he was leaking Mako or something and he needed transfusion but Sephiroth couldn't be the one to, to give him the transfusion um, so it had to be Angel um, and this was all done under the supervision of Hollinger and I'm finally looking inside the tank Ooh, what is it? It's a Sahagen with Angel's face. Hollander comes down the stairs to find me and Sephiroth talking. And as he's like, Sephiroth, what are you doing here? Genesis flaps down with his one wing. Still don't know why he's doing it. And um, Hollander gets away, but Sephiroth tells Zack to go after him. And then there's a nonsense conversation between Sephiroth and uh, Lady What's-His-Face and Genesis. And Genesis keeps flapping this wing, wing around and losing feathers. And I don't know, like, he's not lost them all by now because there's feathers everywhere. So now I'm back in control of Zack and I'm after Hollander. Zack's hoping he'll tell us where Angeal is. I catch up with Hollander. And I get stopped by Angeal, who has a massive white wing now. Um, he claims that he's a monster, and Zack's like, No, you're an angel. And then he's like, What do angels dream of? And Zack's all like, I don't know, tell me. And then he's like, To be human. And then he attacks Zack and does this magic thing, and Zack goes tumbling down through a grate, and it's the end of that chapter. At the start of the next chapter, it's blackness and white feathers are floating around. Zack seems to think that he's talking to his mum, 
but he's really just fallen through a roof in the stums of Sector 5. A church roof, to be exact. And it's Aerith who wakes us up, and she's like, Listen, mate, you fell through my roof. Zach did a show-off-y, get-up-y flip thing. That all of us can do, by the way. Zach tries to get Aerith to agree to a date, but she's like, nah, I don't know what you mean. Um, and then he goes to try to walk out and he nearly steps on the flowers. And she's like, don't step on the fucking flowers. And he's like, you should probably sell these because then you'll get a bunch of money. And so she's thinking about doing that now. I did a couple of side missions and I got the two items that allow me to equip more accessories so I can equip the max amount of accessories and materials now. When we try to leave the church, Aerith is like, where, where are you going? And Zach's like, I don't know. And she was like, well, I'll, I'll take you there. What? what? Yeah, what? Then Zach was like, you just want to spend more time with me, right? And she's just like, yeah. Knowing how this game ends and how um, Aerith acts in remake that just that single yeah is a little bit heartbreaking when we leave for church zach's like we are under the plate this must be the sector five slums and Aerith has already told him that he's in a church in the sector five slums this guy is what's that r word i'm looking for re ridiculous he's ridiculous Aerith offers to take us through to the central um, slums. I think she does this because I think she sees Zach and she's like, you're never going to survive down here, buddy. Aerith walks really slowly, but Zach, no matter how little you push for joystick, he still runs a bit. So he's doing like this weird slow jog by Aerith. Oh, it's ridiculous. A little ways into Aerith's escort mission, there's some monsters that we have to take care of. Some little hedgehog pies. Zack's like, don't worry, I'll protect you. And Aerith's like, you can? <laughs> we get outside of the marketplace and Zack's like, oh, it's really stuffy down there. Oh, wait, you can't see the sky. And then Aerith goes on to tell him, I don't like the sky because I feel like it's sucking me in. And then Zack says to her, one day, I'll take you to see a beautiful sky. The real sky. It's like, mate, she just said she's scared of the sky. Why? Why? Oh, I'm scared of spiders. Here, hold this. Idiot. In the marketplace, Zach gets mugged by a little kid. I've got to ask people on the street whether they've seen this kid. This whole tracking the kid down has really outstayed his welcome now. I catch the kid. And he needed some gill to buy some medicine um, because some monster took his wallet. So I've agreed to go and kill this monster and get his wallet back. We're told we'll find the monster in the park. Um, and when I leave the market area, a guy tells me to turn back because it's dangerous because there are monsters coming out of the park. They were worm enemies and they all went down within one hit. So I take the kid his wallet back and um, he scuttles off, and now I've agreed to help Aerith make a wagon. 
for selling flowers. I just did a little materia collecting minigame and got 80 gil, which, you know, was rubbish. There's another shop where I have to blend a perfume. Um, the first time it did not go very well at all, but the second time I got it perfect. I play a number guessing game where I have to guess like the amount of kids that are going to walk past this certain part and I win a thunder materia. Everybody keeps asking Aerith if Zack is her boyfriend and she's always like, oh, I don't know, is he? I've only just realised Aerith does not have her signature ribbon on the back of her head and she's at shop looking at ribbons now. So is this where she gets it from? Hmm, I wonder. Oh shit, there it is. She's got it on the back of her head. Zack brought it for her. And then Aerith asks if we want to go to a park with her. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to go on the slide, mate. I didn't get to go on the slide. Um, we had a little bit of a chat and I got a call on my phone to go back to the Shimra building because they're under attack. So Aerith went home instead. I go back towards the marketplace to get up to the Shimra building. Ooh, a battle. The kid that stole my wallet runs up to me and he gives me a steel materia just before I head up to the plate. I was on like a highway going up to the Shimra building and I was being attacked by enemies um, automatically. I wasn't actually running along the highway. Um, but it reminded me of that part in 10 when, um, spoilers for 10, sin attacks at the start. Oh, and Angel was just flown out of nowhere. So Angel asks for our help to take down the real enemy and Zach's like, fine, I'll help because um, Angel's got to uphold his honour or something as long as he holds his bus sword. Uh, and then he grabs us from behind and flies us up to the Shimra building and Sephiroth is here slicing at things. Angel thinks Genesis is going to target the science department so he asks me to go and protect Hojo, which I do. I'm in Hojo's lab and it's at the part where Aerith and Red 13 were in that tank and then we had to fight that enemy boss thing after that I had a nightmare doing. When I speak with Hojo, he says something about Genova and how um, Genesis is degrading and he's not really worried and that it's not for me to understand that Soldier is just to protect men like him. Then Genesis shows up and threatens Hojo and Zack threatens Genesis and then Angel shows up and they talk about Loveless and it's a part of this act where two friends have to duel and Angel's like, so how does it end? And Hojo's like, I'm determined, you can't tell, ma, ma, ma. nobody knows. And then Genesis blew a hole in the wall and flew out and now Angel and Zack are flying after him. Well, Angel's flying with Zack, he's carrying Zack. Like he's always done, I suppose. Then Genesis summons another Bahamut creature. Zack gets dropped off by Angeal as Angeal flies off towards Genesis and they start having this duel in the sky and Zack's got to deal with this Bahamut thing. And it goes down in nine hits. Then Zack is left standing on his own and that is the end of yet another chapter. Yes, jolly good. Excellent. Good show.